live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Should have known Ted was in here. My mic's turned off. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year! It is uh, 2023, the first show of 2023, the first T-Row in the morning show, and no T-Row to be here in the morning on this show for you. But you know who is back? Drake Dyken, he's with me. TJ Perry here, Drake Dyken on the other side. He looks tan and rested. He's been in Orlando. I do not look tan. Like, Stop that. You're just, you're hanging out with the mouse. Now. Ah, you must have used sunscreen or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, good morning, Drake. Good morning. How was the mouse? Uh, the mouse was terrific. Happy New Year, TJ. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. It feels like New Year was about 10 days ago. There, there's Gosh, so much it, that went on this weekend, sports-wise, that like it does feel like New Year's Eve was about a week ago. Yeah, for me it, anyway. It that's feels, how it feels. It feels like I haven't Maybe. been in the station for a month. Like you haven't been in the station, right? For a month? It feels like to me you haven't been in the station for a month. Yeah, so been paradise for you, not having to deal with me. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome back. Welcome back, and thanks for uh, joining us at uh, 6 a.m. on your first day back. Yeah, thanks, Toby. Um, I think he's given hints at where he's at. I know where he's at. He sent me pictures the other day. And I was oh, like, he told jerk. See, I, I kind of wanted to – I could have asked him Saturday. Oh, yeah, you did the basketball game with him. Yeah, you back uh, for that. but I, w- I thought that he wasn't going to tell you, so I was going to play – Dumb as well. So well, uh, he posted a place where he was eating uh, yesterday on his gram, which I think is a uh, okay. I didn't see that. Only a, a a spot in this town. I don't know if he wants people to know. Uh, although, like I said, he posted that place where he was eating, um, and then he did send me the picture of a, a bar that he knew I'd be interested in that's under construction. So, and I said, "You jerk." You're right. I would be jealous knowing that's where you were going. So, but I'll I'll wait till tomorrow. Let him tell where he's. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Where okay. he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I I can probably guess where he is. Uh oh, he didn't tell you where he was. No, 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 oh. no. Okay, no, no. I well, I could have asked him. But gotcha, I, gotcha. I, I thought I gotcha. that the whole shtick was going to be that he wasn't telling you until he got back. And I honestly thought, and he's not, I thought he was in like Vermont or Maine or somewhere, like traveling through the leaves or something. He, the foilage. Yeah. <laughs> foilage? The foilage. Foilage. Not foliage, but foilage. foilage. Yeah. Uh, th- he did tell me something that he got for this trip. Did he share that with you? No. Don't tell me that he got the things that go on your feet that would go in a place like this. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, I did not say that. Oh my nope. goodness! Did I not can't, say that. I cannot wait till I he gets back. I did not say that uh, at all. Oh, my oh goodness! goodness. Yes, it, it was. Uh, I'm gonna hammer that dude. 
Oh, that's What funny. a weekend of football, though. Goodness oh, gracious. My goodness. The playoff games. There's been years since they've started this that they've been t- terrible games. Just don't live up to it. They're blowouts. They're, those games on Saturday were unbelievable. Yeah. Um, just great excitement uh, with both of them and coming down to the wire. And um, How about TCU, man? They're in the national title game. I don't know if they can touch Georgia, but I didn't know if they could handle Michigan. I didn't know if they could handle their well, entire schedule all year long. I have not believed in them all year, and I should be convinced at this point, and I'm still not that they can beat Georgia, which means they'll probably go out there and and and, and win the whole thing. Well, I didn't think that Ohio State had a chance against Georgia either. So, I mean, it just oh, goes through, And yeah. I, I didn't yeah. think that, that TCU had a chance against Michigan, so – yeah, none of those things I thought could possibly happen. I thought it was going to be a cakewalk of one versus two, Georgia against Michigan. Okay, let's go. Let's have a good national title game, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, TCU comes out. They take advantage of all the mistakes that Michigan makes. What, they have two pick sixes? Yeah, early on two pick sixes, yeah. which pick sixes like that in that type of stage and environment are just so – monumental oh, for momentum. I mean, they just kill you. And and credit credit Michigan because they fought back and made that a game mm-hmm. despite the fact that they could have just rolled over. But, yeah, we had that going on. You had the, the game on New Year's Eve afternoon with OU and Texas, which was a great basketball game. Unfortunately, yeah. the Sooners fall in that one. Um, Sunday action in the NFL. And then last night, the terrible news of the the whole weekend that kind of overshadowed everything last night was the the Demar Hamlin situation with the Buffalo Bills, which was scary, horrific. I mean, I you can't even put into words. You're, you're sitting there. I had that game on, and I'd gone to the kitchen about the time all that happened, and Katie texted me and said, "Hey, can you keep me updated?" And I said, "On what?" And she mentioned what happened with him, and I I look up and I realize everybody's on the field, like I was in the kitchen doing some things getting ready for uh, my lunch ready for work and stuff and so I when that when he collapsed originally I had walked out of the room and obviously they show it you know many times on the replay and everything but then you're just locked in and he is still in the hospital there is no really uh, further update from what everything was you know out there last night as far as he's in critical condition still um did have a cardiac issue and they had to start the yeah, heart. Cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. They had to start the heart and That's what the Bills uh, They released that, yeah, yeah. About I think you said about one in the morning on a tweet. Yeah. Um, First thing I saw when I got up was uh the Bills had tweeted that three, four hours ago. So yeah. Um and I'm going to guess they are not just throwing stuff out there. I know we had a tweet or, or a text early this morning uh, saying, well, I guess people are just going to start throwing stuff out. I'm guessing the Bills aren't just throwing that out. I'm going to guess they have confirmation from good sources that that is what happened at this point. But prayers for him. And as we go along here in the show, if we get any more information, we'll we'll give it to you. But um, Bengal fans and, and some of the Bills fans that were in town last night for that game, lining the streets last night around the hospital. I know some of the players – Went home last night. Some stayed to be at the hospital with him. Um, just a terrible situation that Credit Booger and, and Susie and all them, that they had to keep coming back, and there's no real way to handle that. An SVP. Uh, yeah, yeah, Scott yeah. Van Pelt was great. So was uh, Clark. Uh, 
when they were on and, and discussing some of the things. But that was rough, man, having them come back. And, and there's nothing really to say at that point. You can't say anything. You can't speculate. And you're just watching this terrible scene play out. And they did as well as you possibly could in that situation because it, that's not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, basically at that point, that entire crew is hoping that they didn't just witness the death, the of, death a guy. of a guy. a player, yeah. Uh, a guy in his 20s, and that is as scary as it gets. And, it, you know, this was a very long time ago. This was about 20 years ago, This what I'm going to mention. But you remember the Corey Stringer stuff with the Vikings oh, about yes. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that happened in a practice. And you remember just how everybody reacted to that at that juncture in time. Right. And it was horrifying to think about a guy that is in the NFL that even though he's an offensive lineman, supposed to be in good shape and just goes into cardiac arrest within a practice, I think it was. I mean, this is DeMar Hamlin plays one of the positions in football to where they are looked at as in the best condition out of anybody on the field. You, you, you talk about defensive backs, you talk about wide receivers. Most people look at those position groups as the guys that are in the best shape in the world. Right. And, you know, the thing that you hope with this is that there wasn't some underlying factor that the NFL and team doctors just overlooked this entire missed game. and maybe had some and tests or perhaps, didn't run some tests or yeah. perhaps there's something that DeMar Hamlin had that he knew about this entire time mm-hmm. that like and that the team was uh, notified of like a I don't want to like. I'm not saying that he does have any of these things. Like he has family history of uh, cardiac arrest or anything like that, or heart attack, or high blood pressure, anything, or sickle cell, what have you. It's it's just scary to see somebody collapse. You knew right away when after getting happened. up like that. So you knew yes. it wasn't like a knee or it, something it, like that. The way was, he collapsed, it, it was well, and there wasn't any type of head collision to right. where you thought right. it could possibly be a concussion because you've seen delayed concussions like that to where a guy has helmet to helmet initially gets up it gets woozy and then falls back down right it's not super common but it has happened that it looked completely different from any football play you've ever seen it was uh it was and it was scary and we'll keep you updated like i said i don't know if this early in the morning if we'll hear any type of update i would guess probably the hospital, a team official, someone would probably make some type of statement to the media probably after 9 a.m. this morning, probably during Plank's show. That's just me guessing, but at some point today they'll they'll come out and give some type of update. I just I wouldn't expect it during this time, but if it does happen, we'll or, or uh, you know a reliable source gives any updated information. Yeah, we'll give I, you. I mean that being said, though we wouldn't have expected an update at. One in the morning. One in the morning, either from the, either bills, from the right. bills. So, I True. mean, they, they might just it, – it's such pertinent information that people want to know about that they might just release it as soon as they have the information. So, uh, Just a uh, – like I said, a great weekend of tremendous games and uh, just a terrible way to wrap it up with a, a big-time matchup that was – you know, had a lot of attention with Cincinnati playing Buffalo. That Highly had a lot, lot on the line, yeah. and unfortunately, um, 
Uh, tragically, uh, that was just uh, just a terrible, terrible scene to watch play out. And I don't know if the NFL got it right or not. I know there were a lot of people getting angry last night about how long it took to cancel or to uh, suspend and postpone that game. But um, And the fact that it took Zach Taylor, it took Sean McDermott to get together and basically and say, say, hey, yeah, we're not playing we're this. Not Our playing guys this. aren't going it, back out that there. It yeah. Essentially, like – they forced the NFL's hands on this is kind of the thing that I I think it's warranted for people to give the NFL a hard time on. Yeah, I think they thought, oh, well, we'll just get notification here that he's fine and that it was a, a stinger or something and he was fine. And it, you could tell right away and with what was going on with the ambulance and, and the CPR, it was much more than that. So, yeah, it it took them way too long to respond to that. So, uh, lots to get into, though. I hope everyone had a safe and happy uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, oh, we hadn't even mentioned Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams lost yesterday. That's what that's what sports is supposed to be about. How happy everyone was yesterday afternoon, especially in this area. Uh, um, and then you had the terrible uh, incident last night, but. That's what uh, I was anticipating coming yes. in and being the lead yesterday. Yes. And, and we'll talk about it. We'll have fun with it. But, man, it makes it harder now. Uh, but <laughs> It is amazing how happy the OU fan base was on Twitter yesterday afternoon when that happened. And uh, Tulane scored that touchdown. I'm not going to lie. I was celebrating in my living room, too. Um Oh, I was too. I, mean, is, I, I was just, just awesome. Uh, it, it, I was just laughing. It was hysterical to me. Um, and the fact that it was Tulane made it that much better. Wasn't yeah, like the, they the were... team that you had almost lost to the last year with Lincoln. Exactly. Exactly. Probably should have lost. So we'll talk about all that. We'll take your texts. We'll take your calls. Uh, Toby out for one more day. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, hopefully, I think Southwest has got some things straightened out. Hopefully, he wasn't flying Southwest. I don't know if he was. He got out to his location all right. Because um, he's got a game to call tomorrow night, right? Yeah. Yeah. My days are so screwed up right now. I know it's Tuesday, but I'm even having to pause and think about that when I say it. So, But, yeah, he's got to. He's got to get back for a game tomorrow night. So he'll be back with you tomorrow. We'll get into all of that, talk about the uh, college football playoffs and whatever else you guys want to talk about. 329-9000, that's the Riverwind Casino call-in line, or 405-651-3439, the Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ and Drake in on the T-Row in the Morning Show, statewide on the ref. From the gridiron to the hardwood, to the diamond. No one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back. Hour one of the T-Row morning. What are you laughing at? Though? I'm sorry. I just randomly thinking about what you told me T-Robot, so <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Goes on his feet, right? I'm, or- not, I'm not saying anything. 
I'm picturing him in both. It's either on his head or on his feet. And so neither one uh, worked for me with Toby Rowland. I will neither confirm nor deny what you say. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I just randomly pictured it right when we came back. I wasn't laughing at you. So go go ahead with your read. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. You want to hear from Caleb Williams after after the game yesterday? Oh, yeah. So we have Caleb. Let's hear from Caleb Williams. Here's Caleb Williams. He's not crying, is he? Yeah. No, no, no. Here's Caleb Williams after the game, uh, after the Cotton Bowl loss to Tulane. That's it. I don't uh, hear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, famously, did not uh, get to talk to the media again yesterday oh, after a loss. Imagine wow, that. Imagine wow. that. A Lincoln Riley coach quarterback just conveniently not available to the media yesterday. Wow. He's only the Heisman Trophy award winner. So, you know, why would he be able to uh, go talk to the media? But anyways. Air Too Comfort- emotional, Drake. Too emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be there. Air Comfort Solutions text line uh happy new year gentlemen january 2022 i was a happy sooner fan excited for the futures day i wonder if finables is the future after a six and seven season which ended in a cheesy bowl game loss which should have would have could have been a win even with a bunch of backups thanks to the opt-outs who quit on their team surprisingly i'm a utah fan now today I'm also a Tulane fan riding a green wave. Next week, I'll probably hope a horned frog jumps all over a bulldog. That's from Dwayne and Norman. I think most people around here will be pulling for TCU in that national championship game. I don't think there's any question of that. Well, there are a lot of people just in the last few weeks have found out that, and this isn't new to us, that the offensive coordinator. Oh, is O'Reilly? Yeah. Yes. Um, Lincoln Riley's brother. So uh, it does pose a little bit of a conflict of interest for a bunch of OU fans. I guess so. I guess so. But wouldn't it be great if little brother's like much what? more successful who, than big brother? Who am I talking to right now? What? Who is this? Who is what? You. You. It's his brother. No, 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 no. I'm talking about who are you right now saying, oh, yeah, TCU win. That'd be great. This is not TJ Perry I'm talking to. Who is this that's walked into your skin? I don't see them as um, Cinderella. um, uh, Hold on. Tulane would have been like, whoa, look at Tulane. What are you talking about right now? If TCU is not Cinderella in the college football grand scheme of things then i don't uh, comparatively who, who has been? comparatively but they're not the type of program that i couldn't envision ever winning one i i don't even know who you are anymore what what is this <laughs> i've been gone for 10 days and you've completely it's, flipped it's a new on- year drake perhaps it's a new me i don't know sorry to disappoint you this morning wow I, I came in <laughs> expecting completely to have to uh, Here's the talk thing. you off the cliff of not PCU when, possibly winning a national title this year, and here we go. You're like not when they were playing Michigan, and you know how I feel about Harbaugh. Uh huh. I can't stand him. I didn't want Michigan to win that game, so I was glad TCU won. And I'm not the biggest Georgia guy in the world either. I don't want to see them go back to back. 
Um, they are a Big 12 member, which I'm not really a conference guy. I'm not really wearing my Big 12 t-shirt around. But um, No, you hate the Big 12. I do hate the Big 12. What, what is this? <laughs> what are we... Uh, who are you right the TCU now? TCU team doesn't bother me, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, if this was, like, Tech, I'd feel a little weird about it. Texas, I definitely wouldn't be pulling for. OSU, I definitely wouldn't be pulling for. Um, Baylor wouldn't bother me. TCU doesn't bother me. K-State wouldn't bother me. Kansas would be your Cinderella. It's never going to happen for West Virginia or Iowa State. So, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, TCU doesn't bother me. So, sorry to disappoint you this morning. I'm just trying to uh, size you up because I like. Do you want me to say I'm pulling I, for Georgia? I well, I would feel more comfortable with that for sure. All right, fine. I'm cheering for Georgia. I hope Georgia wins. Now you're just saying it because I'm uncomfortable with everything. So. Go ahead on your text line. Uh, Gunny of Stutzman Army. Good morning, Turkey Bacon and McGriddle. After 12 days, 4 a.m. came early this morning. You're not kidding. Uh, seeing what the freshmen did in the bowl game has me excited for next There's year. There's two, two different texts right there. Yeah, One, the, the, is Venables the answer? Do we have a future as a program? And, this and, one, And I'm excited. a TCU fan now, which is uh, the, the side of things that TJ Perry's also on, apparently. Um, it's a horned frog. Who doesn't love a horned frog? TJ Perry wearing his uh, I do have purple purple, purple boxer shorts a, today. This is like a purple. It's more of a maroon crimson shade. It's my shirt. like got every single color on that yeah, shirt. Blue, what are you talking purples, about? Yeah, it's a lot of colors. Yeah. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Unfortunately, OU basketball will not be able to turn the corner until they get constant production from more than two guys and also need a big man to man up. Um, I think think that yeah i mean you, you need more than two guys to show up each and every game at, in college basketball in general and i think that one of the things that you need to see from ou this year is tanner groves has to be more consistent more consistent and stay out of foul trouble in big games he finds himself off the floor way too much with foul trouble and yeah that kind of got him a little bit on on saturday saturday yeah, Saturday. Saturday, yes. Saturday Gosh. was the day. I tell you, my days, man, are so messed up right now. Um, that was a game where it came down to that seven-minute stretch in the second half. Texas completely locked them down. OU was stuck on 44 forever. Could not get off. Could not figure out a way to score. And finally, Jalen Hill had a couple of back-to-back -back buckets and put them right back into that thing. But it wasn't as if Texas was pulling away. It's just they did their damage during that time period and put themselves back in the game. And well, yeah, and I mean for that was it. Uh, Thirty-five minutes of that game, OU didn't have control of it, but I mean they led probably the, the better team though. They were they game. were the better team through yeah. the majority of that game. So, yeah. and that's the number six team in the nation. And that's, I mean, it, it's it's you don't want to take it as uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, well, that is a win in of itself of almost uh, beating a number six team in the nation. No, you. It, that is the one thing that I will say that was a pleasant surprise for me on Saturday is the crowd 
I had very low expectations for what it would be on Saturday, given all of the factors that were working against it. It was New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. None of the students were in town. Uh, That was as good of a crowd for that early in conference play as I can remember with a team that doesn't have the final four expectations of like the Buddy Heald team did and uh, the 16th. They played well on TV. It was loud on TV. So I was going to ask you how it was in person. So, I mean, because it seemed like it. So, yeah. um, It was a good crowd. They were loud. Uh, Porter uh, was uh, in his crouch and trying to ramp up the fans like he usually does. So, yeah, it it was a fun atmosphere. Definitely. Not the outcome that you wanted, though. Um, no, no, you wanted that win, and and they were there for a good majority of it, like we said, to to take that game. And unfortunately, Texas made some plays at the end and separated themselves by just enough to uh to put it away. So, um, as far as consistency goes, Grant Sherfield's been very consistent all year. I think Jacob Gross has been very good for the majority of the year. Tanner has been kind of up and down. Uh, Jalen Hill's where it's at for me. Like, there's nights like uh, or days like Saturday where he was really good and really good in stretches of that game. And like I said, he's the one that finally got a couple of back-to-back buckets to win that dry spell, which was close to eight minutes. I think that they went without scoring there in that second half. Um, they need more of that from him. 14, 15 points a night. He's been kind of all over the place. Now he may help you in other ways. Big rebound, big defensive play, whatever it might be. But if they can get some consistent scoring from him, it would help a lot. So, um. Well, Jacob Gross, too, I, I think is a guy that if he's able to hit perimeter shots the way they was mm-hmm. on Saturday, I mean, that's that's another, yeah, another guy. He had five three-pointers, I think. I yeah. mean, he had, a, he had a good day, too. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, Grant Churfield, I mean, he's the guy that has been – most consistent the entire season, him getting 20-plus points again. It's, I mean, just go ahead and mark him up for that type of game every yeah, week. he's the go-to guy, and he's, he's lived up to it, that's for sure. Um, last one here before we get to the break. What does it say? Sad deal for that young guy. Cincinnati, same place where uh, Ryan Shazer uh, was paralyzed. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, I mean, that was about as vicious as a hit as I can remember. That was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. three or four years ago Three or ago four years now. ago, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely vicious hit. And, and that's what was, was crazy about this one. It just wasn't. It was just a regular tackle that he Well, yeah, I mean, that, that was from, something so. of you go back and watch the replay and you're like, well, nothing really happened. Yeah, that's, that's what makes you think that it's something aside from football that was at play here. Yeah, yeah, so just uh, just scary. Yeah, no update as of this morning out of uh, what we knew late last night. The Bills put out a statement last night saying that it was cardiac arrest and um, he's still in critical condition, but we don't have really any further information from that. So I know, as we mentioned earlier, some of the Bills players have stayed behind. Some did end up going home last night. And uh, if we get anything new, we'll let you know throughout the show, but just a uh, scary situation. One cool thing is... You mentioned um, his charity and how much money has been generated for that in the last, you know, what's it been now? Nine hours, ten hours, whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, a little bit less than twelve hours. Yeah. So, up to what'd you say? Three point five million. 
Uh, two point two. Two point two. And last night I was I had just turned on the radio just kind of see what people were talking about with this situation, see if there were any updates. And it was at I think six twenty last night. So overnight, like it's just been an outpour of support. And I mean, it's not That's just cool. the Bills mafia of people that are Bills fans pouring into this. It's people all over the nation that saw this happen. Uh, had seen all the updates on Twitter and then see the link for it and just, I mean, at, at one point I think that they said that there were more than 25,000 different people that had donated to the charity at that juncture of time. So right. I'm sure that's, that's cool. probably just gone up significantly with the money jump in it. So very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, and uh, we'll keep you updated and continue to send out prayers for him and his family and the bills and Hope that everything's all right, you know, and you know he may never play again. It's maybe a health issue where it keeps him off the field, but hopefully he can go on and have a uh, good, long, productive life. So we'll keep you updated if we get any new information. Drake and TJ in with you. T-Row out for one more day on vacation. We got to talk to Drake because Toby was out Friday. He's out today. We haven't talked to either one of you guys about the Cheez-It Bowl and how the cheesy Cheez-It Bowl was. Friday we talked about how cool the uh, cool the uh, the sponsorship is that they do a great job with it. Their marketing is tremendous for the game. You you got to see the name of the mascot, right? I want to keep calling him Mayor McCheese, but I can't remember. No, no, no. We'll, we'll we'll talk about <laughs> okay, that. Okay. Yeah. I, yes, I did, and I never can remember it, so we just called him Mayor McCheese on Friday. Take a timeout. Back after this. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at TJ and Dre back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Riverwind Showplace Theater and Hotel. Concerts will resume in 2023, the summer of 2023. Concerts will be back at the Showplace Theater. Uh, 100-room hotel, select king, double queen, deluxe king, queen, uh, king suites, uh, free valet parking for elite and premier uh, patrons. So uh, go check them out. Have a good time. And uh, it's about time that uh, concerts return out there. So give them a few more months. And they'll have it ready. They'll have the renovations done and start having the shows out at the Showplace Theater again. Um, Drake and I have been talking about everything. There's been so much that's happened. And uh, so much that's happened since he's been gone. So, But we mentioned the Cheese Bowl. The cheese it bowl, bowl. The cheese it bowl. The cheese bowl. The cheese it bowl. bowl. Um, cheese. How was it? I saw for you. It was a big night. Dad got to go up to the booth. Yes. He was probably like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, and that's something that I didn't necessarily have completely figured out until about twenty-four hours out from the game. 
Uh, I kind of had gotten the inkling. It wasn't the inkling. I was kind of told that he was the only person that wanted to go to the game of the group of family that was out at Disney last week. Right. Aside from me, of course. And my stepmom, Dana, was just going to go to the game just so he wasn't going to have to go by himself. So I... Whenever there was this whole dinner thing that had been planned for my sister, she was able to get it moved because she knew that dad had wanted to go to the game. And, yeah, I had gotten it. I had asked Toby about it, and he was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love it if you were up in the booth with us. So it was a great night. Uh, He got there about an hour from kickoff, so we got to hear the last hour of pregame live and see – how the booth actually functions right. and seeing the crosstalk while we're live on the air of guys off the air communicating the, all of the information that you hear Toby and Teddy spout off during the game and get to hear conversations between Ted and Gabe and uh, the break and everything. I know that uh, <laughs> Tyler McComas, if he's out there listening, he's probably going to find me for just mentioning the name Gabe in particular, but uh he loved it, man. He was like a pig and you know what. He absolutely was in heaven, and that was – it just so happened to be a really good football game as well, and he just absolutely enjoyed it to a T. I mean, he wow. – it was about as excited as I've seen him at an OU football game, which, granted, I haven't been to an OU football game with him for the last It's been four a few years, years now, yeah. yeah. Uh but he was as excited as I've seen well, him. I hate to say it, but a long time. Oh, you so. lost. So he's not yeah, allowed to back in the booth lost. ever again. Oh, you lost. So. It, it, but it was, I it, it was a game to where you don't want to have the moral victories, of course, with it being Oklahoma football. You want right. to go out there and win every single football game, much less every single bowl game, and not go six and seven in a football season. But with the way they perform, with Florida State not having any guys sitting out at mm-hmm. all, with OU having, I mean, you had five guys essentially that were fresh starters on the offensive line right. on that game last week, and you don't have Eric Gray, you don't have Jalen Redman, which, I mean, of the guys that sat out that game, that he's definitely a distant fourth as far as people that were sitting out because they were going pro. It so uh, you had a lot of guys opt out, so I mean it was it, yeah. You, know, it, you had a lot of guys opt out. You had a lot of guys that went in the portal. You had a lot of people that were going to have to step up for OU to have a chance in that game. Uh, Gavin Sawchuk. Everybody kind of wondered what type of impact he would have on OU moving forward going into the 2023 season. Incredible night. He had a great night. Yeah, he gave you a great glimpse. And, you know, Florida State, they just get a helmet on a football of Gavin Sawchuk, and that ends up being the difference in the football game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Well, we we were mentioning on Friday, too, the – the run that he had for the touchdown that got brought back with the holding call. You yeah. go up 21-3 to at that point, and that game may have gone yeah. completely different, but unfortunately you had the, and obviously the penalty. So. You had a missed field goal by Schmidt as well. Right. So that right. that uh, is a little bit more salt in the wound, knowing that you should have had a tight football game. Did you get to go to the cheesy cheese it room? 
I did not, no. No? No, no, that I did not. But uh, we, I kind of asked you about the mascot. Yeah, what was his name? Prince, Prince. Chedward. Chedward, that's right. <laughs> I could never remember it. I, uh, we just kept calling him Mary Cheese on Friday. Um, uh, Prince Chedward. Uh, he was... Well, he's he's the the character that children have nightmares over. Okay, oh, he, yeah. he is a creepy looking dude. Yeah, that is uh, straight out of a horror film or yeah. something. I don't know. Um, there's nothing pleasant about him at all. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like uh, give me Candyland, but make it uh, high in cholesterol. <laughs> right. It's it, it was it, the funny thing about it is that my little brother is indifferent on so many things he's gotten to the point where he does like roller coasters though so that's like the one thing from the trip that he was very excited about <laughs> is getting on excited all the yeah, yeah yeah uh but when it comes to football extremely indifferent like he is very much the little kid that stays playing games on his phone and when he's not eating or anything even when if he's eating really i mean he's on that thing constantly he's got it uh tilted to where it's in landscape mode everything like he is constantly on that phone but his favorite snack is the cheese it and he <laughs> almost wanted to go to the football game just because Jesus sponsored just because, it because yeah he thought that he was going to get some cheese it's he thought he was very excited that we had some in the booth that didn't get eaten that we were going to bring him some and all those things it was that is probably the thing that is the funniest to me because he loved the fact that the mascot name was Prince Chedward because he <laughs> loves he loves a good pun and he loves cheese it. So that was the best of both worlds. Right? Oh my goodness. We talked Toby called in for a few minutes Friday morning. He says he only took one box. Did you take more than one box from the booth? How many boxes there, of cheese did you take? There were two boxes in the booth. At the end of the night, my dad grabbed both of them and took them to my little brother, okay. Eli. All right. So, yeah. That All was right. after They were cool. Every... They were very cool boxes yeah. with the, the teams on there and everything. Yeah. They, those were cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would have taken one and kept one had OU won the game, but that did not happen, obviously. So, hmm. Is it okay to keep a cheese at box if they lost the game? I think that's okay. I mean, six and seven season, yeah. it's the cheese at bowl. Nah. Nah, that's cool. That they we we talked about it a lot Friday. That, to me, they did a great job marketing, though. I mean, it it's cool with the little characters in the stands in the end zone, uh, the cardboard cutouts, and um, you know who the sponsor is of a cheese it bowl. Uh, both of I think they ended up sponsoring two this uh, this season, so uh, they do a tremendous yeah, job uh, with it. They had exactly one good game out of the two bowls that they had because that was. An absolute dumpster fire! What it is oh, that Purdue the put Purdue out put out there? Out there yeah, yeah. Uh, LSU. That was a yeah. That was a stinker. Yeah, of a game. I mean that that is one thing though that people have talked about is that this LSU team it's uh, really really improved from what it was at the beginning of the season from whenever they were playing against uh, Florida State. Whenever Florida State kind of shocked everybody and won that football game, right? They, I mean. No, they've been uh, they've they, been really good towards the end. They were absolutely dominant in that game last night. All right, we're overdue or for yesterday. a timeout. We'll take a timeout. One more segment left in this first hour. TJ and Drake with you. I call him Prince Cheddarsworth sometimes. 
Mrs. Buttersworth? Yeah, you, the, what? Yeah, but yeah, you, you. Cheddarsworth. It's it's okay. You, Mayor you, McCheese. Back after this. <laughs> Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Final segment, final just couple of minutes of the first hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyken, TJ Perry. Of 2023. That's right. Turkey Bacon and McGriddle with you this morning. I had some turkey bacon this weekend. Did you? Yeah, Saturday. Look at you. Big Saturday morning, huh? That's right. Not even a uh, waffles, eggs, and turkey bacon. There you go. Yeah. This is the Tier of the Morning Show. It's brought to you by the great people of McIntyre Law. They're your personal injury attorneys. They serve the greater Oklahoma area, and uh, they are not just like any type of national law firm that comes in, swoops in, tries to sell your case. They will come and try your case to a trial if you do not get due justice with a settlement. Go to McIntyreLaw.com for more information. Uh, he said the thing yesterday, TJ. Coach Lincoln Riley, uh, after the loss to Tulane, uh, and we didn't we didn't get that done enough this year. We were really really close in the line to do that. <laughs> we were really really close. Uh, it makes you laugh every single time now, doesn't it? <laughs> Which, by the way, Doug Gottlieb saying that people in Norman would pave the streets gold if they could get Lincoln Riley back. Um, it's just not true. I don't think there's fans out there that want him back. I just, I don't believe it. I don't care how much he wins or what he may do, how many Heisman Trophy winners he may produce. I don't think there are people willing to pave the streets gold no. and beg him back. I don't think that, it's just not true. That just shows the disconnect that I, God I has from the state of Oklahoma at this juncture uh, of time. I mean, he's close. Yeah. He was close again. The Tulane got him. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Top of the hour break. TJ and Drake on the ref.